Boom. Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Ravens Roundup. And today is Monday, April the 3rd. We got past April Fool's Day, Saturday. Um, got a good show for you. We got the gangs out here, everybody. So let's start to, to bring everybody in and, and go from there. What's wrong with my screen? Anyway, first up, Chris, what's good? What's going on, Coach? Thank you once again for having me on. I'm excited to always chop it up with the fellas. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Draft season is fastly ending. Fastly ending. Mm-hmm. So we got a lot of that stuff coming up. Um, maybe not on this show, but just for the future. Next up, we're going to bring in Hendo. What's good, Hendo? Oh, what's going on? Appreciate you having me here. Just want to let everybody know any problems we have, it's because of Brandon Bazell. It caused everything. <laughs> What be doing that? Hey, you know, he just bumping his gums as always. Oh, in in the chat, talking about yeah. why y'all late. We on CPT time and all that other stuff. Yeah, you know, his, his usual. But you know what? You know, I don't mean to just derail the show or anything. But just to let y'all know, I'm going to spill the beans. Brandon Bazell is coming out with his own channel soon. Ooh. <laughs> you a habitual bean spiller. My bad. My bad. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't stepping the line. You a habitual bean still us. What is it? I'm a bitch. I'm a habitual Bean line speller. stepper. I'm a line yeah, stepper. Bet. I step across that line. <laughs> you don't erase the line. You just you, you just step all the way over, or do you erase it with your toes? Nah, you know how you scrape your you scrape your shoe across the ground, just to erase it. You know, you gotta let them know you was there. Like like what MP did in um in the Tennessee, uh, the Tennessee yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what up, what up, Mike? Man, it was me. All right. I was like, <laughs> no, don't okay. tell him nothing. No one I see, all I see one. you know, I'm that's how much of a team player I am. I see y'all coming at my man Hendo. It was me. All right, <laughs> what up, people? I'm back this week, man. Happy to be here. The gang's all here, and last but definitely not least, Jose and B. <sighs> don't mind me. Bro. Enjoying some ice cold water from this Ravens round of oh, cup. I, I got the I got the smoothie in in, in the challenge oh, today. Oh, nice, nice, nice. You, oh, Mike. Okay, Mike. I see. You. Got the little frost. That's the perfect <laughs> pour right there. That's the perfect pour. Where, where the vegan water? At? Where the vegan water? At? Listen, somebody let the grandbaby get the cup. Oh. Oh no, no, ain't nothing wrong with it. Ain't nothing wrong oh, with no. it. When she get a hold of stuff, she don't like letting it go. It, it's hers now. Oh. Pretty much. I gotta get another one. I gotta mm. purchase I gotta purchase another one because it's pretty much hers. Mm. <laughs> but the thing about that is tough to purchase. Well, you know how to purchase another. You know, you know how to purchase another. We'll you talk can, about you, that a little bit you later. You can get a mug, yeah. but you know what's better than one mug? Two. Two mugs. Two. <laughs> like yeah. Jay-Z say, you know what's better than one billionaire? Two. Two. <laughs> Most of the young folks ain't gonna get that one. Everybody drinking on the job. We who said we was drinking? What are you talking about? Uh, and I, I'll have you know, uh, Bazel and everybody else that said we were late. We were not late. Okay. We were, we were here on time. We were just giving you guys time to Get smash that like button. Okay. Mm-hmm. And tell all your friends and loved ones to subscribe. That's, 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 that, that's what that extra four to five minutes is right there. It's for that's you guys. Exactly. It is. That's, that's for you to go tell a friend and tell a friend that the show about to start. Mm-hmm. That's what that is. Get settled. Get your popcorn. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, let me see. Somebody said they had, they, uh, they done Julio and they was just ready chilling. That's that's the kind of crowd I'm talking about. There we go. They, they shot it down Julio and they was just chilling. Who said that? I'm trying to go back up to the top. Somebody. Oh, Julio. Okay. You know, that's that uh that uh that good good on a Monday yeah. night. Hey, I, I like what your stream last. Five o'clock too. somewhere. <laughs> Malik B said that. What what is which one? 
Lamar. Uh, Lamar. Just, Lamar, just, Lamar wants 230 million guarantee. I just want to like. There you go. <laughs> I just, just, like. just hit the like button. Appreciate Thanks. it. Appreciate Thanks. it. All right. First topic. First topic. First topic. Let's get into it. Let's go. Tight 45. On Monday. Tight hey, 45. Maybe. Maybe. Well, I have a question. I didn't put this on it, and I, I have a question. We'll get into it when we get to that. I don't want to derail us and go from tight 45 to tight out 45. <laughs> All right, guy. We're always going to start the show with Lamar Jackson. Okay. Namely because he's the the news. The news. And so, you know, still this back and forth going with um, contract situation. And I really just want to get everybody's opinion about what they think he should do. Like, if you were him, what would you, if you were in his shoes, what approach would you take as far as getting out or getting a new deal or just, Letting it ride out and see. Let's start with you, Chris. Um, I I think at the end of the day, I think he's going to sign in signing the the uh, the tag mm-hmm. and playing. I just I don't see the Ravens trading him. Um, I don't see a team, you know, doing that. And there's you know a list of teams that's dumb for not wanting to, you know, snag up a young former MVP, um, who probably going to be entering his prime soon, but we all know what's going on when it comes to that. So, um, yeah, I think yeah. he's he's going to have no choice but to be on the Ravens, in, in my opinion, unless he just sits out. But um, I'm hoping they can do an extension, for especially from what Rappaport said today, where just it seems like Lamar doesn't hate the Ravens. Mm-hmm. He's just trying to find his way to that contract. So gotcha. Um, hopefully that's true. I mean, you, you always got to take these reports with a grain of salt, but hopefully that's true and it's, they could find a, some kind of happy medium. Gotcha. Before we go on, I want to, you know, tell my, my 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 showmates that remember, typing in the chat box, get your loyalty points up because somebody accused me of <laughs> not, not giving all the information you did not. Information out there. You did not. And so I, I, and I, I, I did not. Yeah. I did not. So you know, if you're not speaking and you want to, you know, hop on in, mingle with the people in the chat, that's how you get your loyalty points up. That's 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 that thing right there. All right, and what you think about um eight and what he should do? Now, like you said, you said if I was Lamar, if you was Lamar, it's a wrap. It's done. Listen, if I'm if I was Lamar advising him, I would tell him, yeah, you said out to week seven. If they don't get anything moving after after the trades. Because I don't, I don't, I mean, I'm sorry, after the draft, because I don't think anybody's going to do anything uh, before the draft because they want to keep their first round picks mm-hmm. for this year and make their selections. For me, just sitting back, it's like, you know, I'm a little bit lukewarm on this team because they've shown that they don't, that they have a propensity to not believe in me. They've shown me year after year that they would rather go out and, and hype up the defense, which at times has faltered, and they still haven't learned their lesson. I've shown you that we get to the playoffs, we average 13 points a game. We cannot score, but you go out and get more defense. Now, we are at an impasse when it comes to this contract situation. And what do you do? You tell the world, hey, man, this Lamar situation jamming me up. I can't go out and get wide receivers. But then you make a play for Darius Slay. Right. Make that make sense. So now what you're doing is you're making me look even stupider in the media. You're making me look like a freaking fool. That I'm staying loyal to a team that has nothing but animosity toward me because I'm not playing their game. I've given up my body, my soul to the city, this team, this fan base, and everybody's turning on me. So why am I in a hurry to sign a deal 
to play for a team that really doesn't want me. Now, yes, you went out and got Todd Munkin. You told the world you were going to put me, you were going to keep me in the know, get my opinion or, or ask how I felt about the situation. Then afterwards, you're going to come out and say, well, yeah, we're going to keep abreast of things. You know, we're just going to let him know what we're doing. Of course he's going to know. It comes out in the media. So <laughs> for all of these things that the Ravens have not done for him, I would sit out and force their hand because regardless of when he signs that tender, that 32 mil sits on that, on that salary cap, yep. which limits them from making moves. And somebody could sign away Tyler Huntley tomorrow. Yep. So what happens then is who's your starting quarterback? What are you going to do weeks one through seven? Then when I come back, I'm not automatically going to start because I'm not going to be in football shape. I'm not going to know the playbook. I probably won't start until week 13 or so. So what are you going to do with those first 13, 12, 13 games? Pray. I'm a, exactly so. I'm going to force your hand. Gotcha, Mike. I'm I'm playing it the way he playing it now, man. I'm just letting this thing ride out. Let's see. Let's see. Do we we if we playing poker, we playing chess, we whatever you want to do. Let's just let's just play the game. Um, right now, I mean he he's not. <clears throat> he knows thirty two million is there, right? Mm-hmm. So he's not going to get anything less than that. Um. He to Hendo's point, um, the Ravens are kind of handcuffed on what kind of moves they can make outside of that, unless they do some more restructuring or whatever. Are they? They would have tried to get slave for about 14 mil a year. Are they handcuffed? I, I mean, well, we'll see. I, look, I'm sure they would have had to do some moving and shaking to make that happen too, but either way, right? Um, you know, he, he still holds a good a bit of the leverage here. We still ain't um, did no cap restructuring either, have we? Well, anybody. The two main well, guys I think were potential cap restructure deals were Ronnie and Marlowe. Correct mm-hmm. me wrong. Mm-hmm. And ain't nothing bullshit. As always, the same, the same two every year. Gotcha. They got <laughs> the biggest contracts though, right? Yeah, but I mean yeah. they can re- they can redo uh, Roquan as well. Mm-hmm. They can restructure his deal and, and and get if I mean it's it's a bunch of people that they can redo possibly, but we'll see. Gotcha. But yeah, ride it out, man. Let's just see how it play out. I mean, I agree with what Chris said too. I don't think it's that. I don't think it's hate yet. You know what I mean? Um, but that's you still a fine line, right? <laughs> it could get that way. If <laughs> we it will get to where I want to be. It can, it can become that. So, but he's playing it perfectly, man. He's staying cool. He's staying calm for the most part. He he dropping he dropping a nugget here or there. He's just going on about his day. So, I keep it up that way. Jose. Man, speaking of Ronnie and Marlowe and and uh and Roquan, if, if if I'm Lamar, right, since since these 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 owners want to collude, I get those guys together and say, listen, don't restructure. They can't cut you. Right. Right. Don't don't restructure, don't help them out. Don't don't help them out. If they want to play this game, if they come to you and say, Hey, we need some money to 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 fill out the rest of this team, uh, you tell them no. Right. And and that 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 put them in the bind, and then like Mikey said, just chill. But look, I'm, I'm gonna be honest. Like if if like talking about if this were me, we, we talked about this on Hendo's show. This is why I couldn't be an athlete because <laughs> because the 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 first like that first ten million that 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 cleared in my bank account, you'd have seen the last of Jose. <laughs> you guys ever seen Bruce's millions? <laughs> it yep. Bruce's, Bruce's millions time. <laughs> you talking about practice? It's like I got my money. 
and I was out. <laughs> I wouldn't have made it to his contract. <laughs> so salute to Lamar, man. Like like I said, man, he's 24 years old. He's 24 years old. I think he's showing a lot of professionalism, man. And yeah. when when athletes show show their professionalism, uh, fans don't like that, right? But mm-hmm. I think what what he's doing right now is great. And I agree with Mikey, man. Just chill. Mikey is a master negotiator, right? Mm-hmm. If you ever had to negotiate with Mikey, Mikey will make you sweat. By sit by saying very little, you know what, Jose? I I forgot the I had this idea this weekend, and next week I'm gonna go ahead and put it out there. So three of us are gonna be on one side of the fence, three of us are gonna be on the other side of the fence. Oh, okay, and we gotta make the deal work. Okay, okay, deal work. I'm just gonna say since Mikey's the negotiator, hey, so anybody else want to go to Mike right now? <laughs> Look, my, my chief move is getting up and walking out now. Whether, <laughs> I'm all on board with that one, too. He does, he, does it, he does it so smooth. Whether it's strong or not, now I could be deep down inside breaking down like, damn, I hope they buy this. <laughs> but, you know, it's a move. Yeah. Rodney? Uh, yeah, if it, if it were me, I would tell the Ravens I have no intention of playing for them ever again. Uh, and and basically trying to force them to to move on, uh, because you know whether or not they they move on the money, like everybody said, they they've shown that they don't really have uh, an interest in building the offense. Like I, I saw some bands, and if they you know they made a, a move for for Odell, yeah, they offered him a contract. They've been interested in a lot Fact. of people and haven't gotten it done. Fact. So you don't you don't get credit for making an offer. You get credit for for signing. Um, but you know they haven't done it. They've signed Nelson Aguilar, right? They signed Demarcus Robinson. They signed Deshaun Jackson. They signed Des Bryant. So you know the fact that you had Greg Roman there for the entire five years. Uh, well, you know, yeah, he was there in the rookie year, though he just wasn't the coordinator. But not that you kept him there for the entire five years, even though you know that that offense wasn't working. And only now, when you know Lamar has a little bit of a, a leverage on his side, are you even pretending to try and make anything move on the offensive side? I'm not trusting you to keep that going after the the contract is signed. So I'm I'm demanding a trade from Baltimore. Um, me personally, if I was him. Just let it ride. Like you said, just let them sweat, you know, um, and kind of see what what happens. Because honestly, he really don't have much to lose. The, 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 the worst thing that could happen to him is for a different Snoop to show up, uh, a, a competent winning quarterback Snoop to show up. <laughs> That's the only thing that could hurt him. Now, what's the chance of that happening? Zero. Slim to none. <laughs> Slim to none. But that, you know, that's that's what I think. I would just chill. But before we move on, Jose, will you and I, I mentioned this on I think maybe the 430 show one day last week. Hmm. Will you explain to people how the Ravens inquire about people? What <laughs> what what do they do when they inquire about people? So, you know, like they they'll call, they'll call the team and say, Hey, uh, what you want for that that person? And before that team even finishes what they say, they just hang up. Like, yeah, we were interested. <laughs> <laughs> we were interested. It was just, you know, so they said like, something. They said something about a pick, and I, we were out. <laughs> <laughs> then they go to leak. They go to their leak, 
whoever they leak with. Ian Rappaport. Uh, tell them what they did. Dove Kleiman. Yeah, yeah. Those, Ooh, yeah those, back. <laughs> Dove, what's the name? Dove, Dove Kleiman? Dove People Kleiman. Are, are on his case, whoever he, he is, or yeah. it is, or she is. Yeah. I saw, yeah, uh, I thought I saw like, the Sims yeah. talk about Dove Kleiman. They was like, is that even a real person? <laughs> both, both Sims talked about him on their show one day last week. That's EDC's burner account, wow. I guess. <laughs> Got one of them out there, too. <laughs> Next up on the list, and we kind of alluded to it a minute ago, uh, there were reports that we actually offered my guy uh, a contract. So I would think that wasn't us that um, offered him the $4 million, what, about a month ago. And there were reports the day before that he was seeking 15. I don't know how true that is, but reportedly the Ravens have offered a contract to Odell and now the ball's in his court to, I guess, to see what other people are offering him, see what's going on with Lamar and to um, actually see what's going on with Aaron Rodgers too. Because I think it's what I saw was the Ravens jets. Uh, and there's one other, one other team, but they, I don't think they named the Rams, the Rams, the Rams. The Rams. The Rams. The Rams. Uh, I'll start with you, B. What you think about Odell going to um, Baltimore? If potentially, I would, I, I would be surprised if it happens, and I, I would not say at all that this uh, uh, absolves Baltimore from being the team that offered him four million. It just means they didn't formally offer him a contract for four million dollars. They asked him, "Hey, you know, four million? That sound good?" And he's like, "No." <laughs> he laughed at him and hung up. And they were like, "Okay, well, we'll we'll talk about it for several weeks, and then come back and offer you six. <laughs> uh, but no, I, I would be surprised if he's there just because of the uncertainty with Lamar. Um, Odell has had a really rough. Uh, few, I mean, you know, obviously he won the Super Bowl, but he tore his ACL in that game. So it's like mm-hmm. it's been it's been a really rough time. You know, he got shipped off to Cleveland against his will to play with Baker Mayfield. Um, I think he he wants to to go somewhere where he feels like he's going to be able to kind of try to get back to those giant days. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, if if you're still in a standoff with Lamar Jackson and it could be Tyler Huntley, it could be Brown. anybody else, could be Anthony Brown, you, like, you just don't know. And I, I think he, that he's probably going to lean towards playing opposite Garrett, Garrett Wilson mm-hmm. uh, and, and getting the ball from Aaron Rodgers as opposed to signing in Baltimore. The thing is about that is we're coming off that, that ACL, that's the crappiest turf in the NFL. They redoing yeah. like eight games on it. They redoing it. They are, yeah. Because you know we we lost two people that that game, if I'm not mistaken, right? Mm-hmm. We lost uh, the cornerback, um, Fuller, Fuller, Fuller. And, and somebody else. Somebody else down. I think uh, what's his face, Juwan James. Yes. Yeah. The guy yeah. you forget is on the team. Right. But 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 also to be fair, those guys were going down anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jose, what you think about with that? Um. Yeah, it, it all depends on on whether Lamar is there or not, right? I think, man, like there's this there's this um, there's this, this uh, thought that that players don't want to come here and play with Lamar. It has nothing to do with Lamar. I think I think a lot of wide receivers want to play with Lamar, right? Mm-hmm. It had to do with with the coaching, but I think Odell would definitely come here if he knew Lamar was going to be here because that's what he's missing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he, he's missing that type of wide receiver. He knows Lamar can get him the ball, and I think that duo could be legendary if if, if it happened. But listen, man, like he's not gonna make a decision anytime soon, and that just puts that puts more pressure on the Ravens to try to get this Lamar deal done. It just sent, it drives home mm-hmm. the message that nobody wants to come here if Lamar ain't here. Right. 
Right. Mike. I ignored it. Uh if you <laughs> matter of fact, go to Christian's joking and look at his his post about it. <laughs> don't play don't play with my heart with this one. Like I I just ignored it. Like, you know, it sounds good. We we've been alleged to a lot of wide receivers, man, and it just don't it just don't pan out the way that we want. So um if it happens, man, I, I welcome it, of course. Um, but I don't trust it. You know, like Jose said, we we allegedly want everybody. We were interested in everybody. Ravens were interested. Yeah. So, you know, right now they looking good, right? EDC and them like, yes. You know, everybody's mentioning us as the top two. You know, we're in the mix of this. But really, they know. They know that the, the – I, I hope it. I hope it. I hope it leaks with the what the true offer was. Um, I'm sure it's on the lower end of what he he go get from somewhere else. But I've just ignored it, man. We'll see. If, look, if it happens, I'll be pleasantly surprised for sure. Jonathan, my guy, my guy. I love comments like that. <laughs> we got McDonald's at home. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we think about Odell. I mean, so listen, for the most part, this is just a price grab for Odell. He's just price, using this as leverage. Grab? Yeah, he's using this as leverage to up his price, knowing he's going to the Jets. He's just waiting for the trade for Aaron <laughs> Rodgers. That's all he's waiting for. But even okay, let's let's just say, for instance, he he legitimately wants to come play for the Ravens. Mm-hmm. So what? Yes, is he an upgrade to our wide receiver room? He most definitely is. But this Major. is his second. But this is his second ACL in what three years? He's right. not the Odell of old. Right. He's not the Odell of old. So as I would welcome it, I'm not banking on it. He would mm-hmm. be a great number two, three receiver. He's not going to come here and star and be that 1300 yard receiver that he has been. So if he signs, he signs. If he don't, he don't. Bro, if he signed tomorrow, he's the number one. I think. I, I mean, think, I think we, if, we need more. But if he signs tomorrow, he is instantly. The I'm, I'm one. sorry. Yeah, I didn't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't, Rashad Bateman. I'm sorry. Yeah. I didn't. I'm sorry. I didn't clarify. A uh, uh, regular team's number one. I think if if Lamar resigns and Odell is here, you are gonna see 1300 yard Odell. Mm. You gonna see like look look what yard mm. Rashad Bateman like like look I mean look what Lamar did I mean listen I, you know I, I like Mark Andrews. Right, but Mark Andrews ain't Mark Andrews without Lamar. You know what I'm saying? Like he he not that type of player. You you saw Hollywood go over a thousand yards with Lamar. I I think just the threat of Lamar, like everything he can do. You you know Odell obviously can't be a focus, and you know be brought up Rashad Bateman. Um, Odell could he could eat. Mm-hmm. He could eat here. I I could easily see him getting 1,300 yards. So. I, me personally, nine for me. Nine mm-hmm. for him, maybe eleven for bait. But Chris, mm-hmm. what do you think about Odell? Um, I like it. Um, it's just you know we've been conditioned as Ravens fans to just you know we we know we're gonna be the bridesmaid. You know, like that's just <laughs> that's we're conditioned for. Like, um, I try not to get my hopes up, but I always do. You know, I'm always like, all right, uh, D Hop. You know, Odell. And I don't learn my lesson, but I gotta have hope sometimes. Right. Um, one of these years, it got to land. So, sure. Got Demarcus Robinson. Yeah, man. Um, yeah. I mean, hopefully it does come true, and uh, because I think with that, and then 
hopefully they take a uh, a wide receiver early. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And um, then I think you got a, a, a dynamic room, like, for now and then also looking towards the future. When you have a Odell, you have Bateman hopefully healthy, and then you add a, hopefully a first-round wide receiver or third-round wide receiver, whatever it is, somebody within those first two picks. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think that's – now you're looking up when it comes to that wide receiver room instead of having Sammy Watkins, having Deshaun Jackson, you know, those dudes who – you know, like 20, you know, in the years, in the league for 20 years. So um, hopefully they can lock him up. Um, and then hopefully the other big thing is hopefully he can stay healthy. Right. I, that, like that's the thing that everybody's glossing over. And the same thing with Bateman. For as good as I think Bateman can, can be, I mean, he hasn't shown that he can stay healthy. You know, that's a big deal. I mean, we had Jimmy Smith, who was one of the best cornerbacks in the league when he was healthy Thanks. in his prime. But that was the big thing with him when he was healthy, you know, mm-hmm. and hopefully this this year, this, going into this third year, Bateman can clean that up because he wasn't a, a guy who was injured. Uh, he had COVID coming out and it messed up with his messed with his asthma and stuff like that. But I don't really put that under the injury, you know, category. But other than that, high school, college, he was healthy. Mm-hmm. And then he got here and, you know, he under the Steve Saunders program. Steve <laughs> <laughs> Saunders. That's all she wrote. So, um, <laughs> Hopefully, uh, he he can stay healthy this year because because I think he has I think he has a high ceiling and mm-hmm. and I think we only just got a little taste of of what Bateman can really do. Facts, facts, facts. Me personally, um, if you don't know, I'm a Odell fan, like been an Odell fan. Um, would love for him to play for the team that I root for, so I'm I'm all for it. But that's from a personal fanboy standpoint. Um, if Odell was to come here. We still need another speed guy, so he doesn't solve the the deep threat option because he's not. I mean, he can do some fifty fifty on some people probably, but he's a more intermediate intermediate uh, route runner. You know, get in out of breaks, get you 10, 12, 15 yards, and eventually, you know, maybe hit some over the top. But he's not going to be a guy that is going to threaten anybody deep to open up the run game. So even if he did come, we still would need a a deep ball person, whether it be from draft. And I don't know if anybody with the speed to to even go to sign that, that could be a deep ball person. Cause wow, coach. Nelson what? Aguilar is looking at you shaking his head. <laughs> Ain't that how to do for the fireman did? You didn't say anything about catch. He said speed. He's like, I got that. Oh, yeah, he do have that. He Listen, Ted, Ted Ginn was brilliant at that in Carolina. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey, Bashar Perriman's still out there. There he is. There he is. There he is. But before we move on, um, y'all kind of ignore flu game, Jew a little oh, bit. He's, oh, he's, he's a Ravens. He's a Raiders fan, but he's he's a good friend of mine, and we we talk on the regular. We in the group salute, chat salute. together. So appreciate you for dropping the five flu. And Lamar does not want to throw the ball to Tay Adams in Las Vegas. Yeah. I bet he does. Enjoy Will Levis. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Never mind. I ain't even go there. We also got another super chat from Z to B. He says, um, sign Odell uh, and Seth Roberts. Hmm? Draft That's Brian Branch to play corner. And we know EDC about to cook. Rather sign Julia Roberts at this point. <laughs> <laughs> right. But with that being said, I appreciate the super chat from Jew and Z to Beast. But there's a pinned comment in the comment section. And if you want to super chat, because um, uh, eventually this option will be gone soon, you can click click that link. It'll take you to my stream your stream elements page, not stream elements, stream labs page, 
And that's how you can donate that way. That's the best way to, to donate. Or you can do it via cash app. We can do it via cash app. And that is not on the screen right now, but I get it up there. I also I'll have sign Ivan, Ivan Evans. That's it. Let me get it up there before I forget. Um, you know, my old brain. Bam. There we go. But when I take that down, you'll see it. And also um PayPal too, and that's Coach Evans Nine, the way you do that. So I appreciate any of that. If you want to super chat that way, that's how you do it. And um <laughs> cash apps, if I don't get your cash app today, I'll you know put your message up the next stream. But you know, if you want to do it via tip, as I see, I got the other screen up and I can see it right now. So I got to talk about Marco G. He did it. He says if the Ravens sign Odell, uh Ravens gonna put him in a slot. He said slot corner, but I think it's slot receiver. I move Aguilar outside and then probably bring back Jimmy. <laughs> so he did mean corner. Yeah. <laughs> he said the Ravens sign Odell, put him at slot corner, move Aguilar to outside corner, <laughs> probably bring back Jimmy Smith from retirement to play wide receiver. <laughs> so I thought he was messing up, but he was being funny. And so I appreciate you, Marco G. That's how we're doing it over here. And before we go on to the next topic, I want Hendo. Tell everybody where they can find your information on, on, you know, on the net. Oh, you can find me at The Rogue Pod on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, TikTok. You can also find me on audio form doing the same. Wherever you get your audio podcast from, that's where I'll be. And you can also find me every Friday night, 6 p.m. on Electric Relaxation with Mr. Galloway, talking all things hip-hop, most specifically Old school hip hop. <laughs> he clarified. <laughs> we'll, we'll tell you why he clarified a little bit later. I always do. Uh, you're dropped another five dollars. He said, "What's the excuse if Lamar gets a good wide receiver receiving call and comes up short in the playoffs? There is no excuse. There. Nothing. There's never. Well, what's the excuse for Herbert and Burrow and all the other quarterbacks who haven't won? Hmm. All right. That was There is no excuse. Yeah. If he, only, if only he one gets, team wins every year. Was that a super chat? I think oh, so we got to see the game too. Like, <laughs> so crazy can happen in the game. <laughs> like, yeah, I don't care that he was thirty-eight for thirty-nine. They still lost. Right. He said, "I think anybody but Randy Moss is bad." That's not true. I just listen. I don't think Odell is bad, but why do we have to settle on just that? As Ravens fans, we always get that one option, and we good. We don't get one option at cornerback. We never do. But when it comes to wide receiver, oh man, we just signed this one guy, and we're awesome. Like we were just about to pay Darius Slay a bunch of money, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but on the offensive side, we want to get you know what's left over because yeah, Odell sounds great to us, but he's not the top wide receiver anymore, right? right. Uh, Hopkins is about to get cut. You know, we we didn't even want to give up a second round pick for 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 Hopkins. Like we like to play it cheap on the offensive side, but defense we play we pay a premium. And to that question about well, what if he falls short with with uh, less than premium players? In the playoffs, what's the excuse then? Well, all the money is on the defensive side. There's no culpability to the to the defense. Like we're not going to talk about how much we paid Roquan, how much we paid Marcus Williams. You know, we're not going to talk about that. That's why we say defund the defense because you guys don't have any expectations for the defense to do anything. Yeah. Right. No, with, with, all them gro- with all them groceries over there, oh, yeah. they better hold people to fifteen under. Facts. Yeah. And listen, I'm not. Once again, y'all not listening. I'm not saying Odell is not a good move. But why is it Odell and that's it? Why can't we get Odell, D-Hop, and still draft somebody? Why do we have to stop and settle? We never settle on defense. But when it comes to offense, we get one or two little pieces here. And it's, oh, we're good. You know, the defense will stop them. Will they? No. Don't transition yet. 
Okay, Don't I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't transition. Yet. Well, they talk about the Cardinals talking about they might, you know, there's a rumor they might cut him. So it might not, we might not have to trade. It's probably him. gonna go up if you cut him. I know. That's what I'm saying. won't have to trade one. He ain't picking Baltimore. Right. <laughs> the best you, way for us to get him is you better get them, get them picks and get on right. the phone. First right. Of all, if we sign Lamar. DeAndre Hopkins is coming here because unlike unlike Calais Campbell, he must have won a Super Bowl. Mm. Calais Campbell, I want to win a Super Bowl, but I'm a sign, but I'm a sign with Atlanta. Everybody <laughs> trying to max out that, that retirement money. <laughs> hey, I don't blame him one he bit. Went, he went down there to party. I don't blame him one. <laughs> he went to Atlanta to party. <laughs> next topic. Next topic. And this is the topic from the show, from my my four thirty show every day. That's well, not every day, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. I have a call in show for now. Uh, for now, this is gonna be five days a week coming soon. Oh, <laughs> uh, we'll see, we'll see. But right now, three days is enough. Because I ain't gonna even lie, after them three days last week, I was wild. I couldn't even like look at all the <laughs> all the film I wanted to. I was like, because I was mm-hmm. pressing all kind of buttons, and answering the phone, and trying to make sure the chat was straight, and my head was spinning. But it was fun. It was and the time go by too, but especially when you had good callers. But um, can y'all see what's on the screen? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay, so this is the the the, the stat I put up there, and again, it's kind of skewed because I wouldn't I, when I did it. This this stat is based off of total yards, right? Not and and some of the callers and the people in the chat box persuade me to look at like as far as the points, points which is game. probably points per game is probably a better measurement than this because a lot of teams are being but don't break. So they'll, they'll give you a, a boatload of yards, but then stop you in the red zone. So I, I am going to go back and kind of re, retool this, this list, and I'm going to do it by points per game and just have it to present tomorrow. But do you think, Mike, defense still wins championships? I mean, I, I think defense plays a, it, it plays a big part in it, but at the end of the day, um, you know, Philly had the – Number one defense this year, I, I believe. Um, and how many points got hung up in that game? You know, um, you know, it, it. I think defense will get you there, right? But when you get there, like you got, you got to be able to ball. You got to be able to score. <laughs> at the end of the day, you got to be able to score more than the other team, and that's just the name of the game. Um, but I think, of course, man, it, it plays a huge part in it. It is a different NFL, though, right? Rules are changing. The corners hate. The rules, you can't touch nobody, you can't do this, you can't do that. They're promoting scoring. So, um, you know, a, a couple years before that, you know, we saw or not this, this past season, the season before that. We all seen the KC Bills game. Mm-hmm. And that was that was some of the top two defenses, and, and we saw how many points was hung in that game. So, of course, it plays a part, but when it's money time, you got to be able to put the ball in the end zone, man. So, different NFL Got to score points to win that. Jose? No, nah, I agree with everything Mikey's saying, man. Um, defense is important. Like, nobody's saying you have to uh, go out there with a bad defense. Um, but all those top defenses, right, uh, you know, Philly, like Philly in the Super Bowl, they also had a top offense. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Tampa Bay won. They were, like, the number four offense in the league. Mm-hmm. You, you know, like, like those guys, like, they stack up both sides of the ball. And I, I think – that's what what you, we need to look at, right? Not just one side of the ball. Like you have to have a, a more complete team nowadays if you're trying to win it all. Because these teams that are that are end up in the Super Bowl, look at what they're doing to put together these teams, man. Like they are they're they're not playing around. They're being they're dead serious. They're going all in on winning right now. 
And that's the that's the trend that we need to start paying attention to here in Baltimore. Not mm-hmm. this uh, right player, right price nonsense, because they don't know how to price anybody. Right. Uh, Brian? Uh, no, defense doesn't win championships. And to Marco G's point, like, I agree you need – it, what you have to have is situational defense. Mm-hmm. Uh, get stop, you know, like he says, key stops. Be able to force mm-hmm. turnovers. But no, defense doesn't win you championships because you're not saying you need situational offense. You need to <laughs> score. And and no matter how many points your defense gives up, the the you know the response is, well, why didn't you score on your last couple possessions? Right? It's always going to come back to the offense. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and and the the other part of it is now you're not always going to run into. Uh, it's not going to be Pat Mahomes every single year. It's not going to be you know that kind of elite offense every single year. But we hope, right? <laughs> but but great offense beats great defense all day, yeah. all day. My my Steph Curry analysis. You can you can Steph can get around a three point line. You can D him up and stop his left dribble, stop his right dribble, stop his behind the back. When he take that step back and shoot it in your face, did you play bad defense? No. He just played bad offense. Mm-hmm. Endo? Um, of course not. You know, it's 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 the thing that the Ravens fans love to hang their hats on because that's what we've learned throughout the history of this franchise. If you look at the last two years, the number one and number two defensive had had at least 35 points hung on them. But they're number one, right? Defense wins championships. The 49ers in the regular season had Jared Stidham come off the bench for the Las Vegas Raiders. Like they lit up. them up. Um history if you go back to the ravens you know on i think on the show earlier somebody spoke about you know the 2000 ravens defense and the quarterbacks teams that they face so for me and i've said this before the 2004 ravens and the 2006 ravens defense to me were much better than the 2000 ravens just the versatility and everything they had how many championships did they win because they were all defense those were historic defenses how many championships did they win none they want to talk about they want to talk about Tampa Bay and, and KC. Um, listen, listen, what was it? Devin White, what's his name? The white boy, 45, Tampa Devin Bay. White. Devin. Mm-hmm. Okay, him. He was all over the field. But don't get me wrong, Patrick Mahomes made some throws where Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey were at the goal line and just dropped the balls. Mm. Even with that decimated offensive line. Last year in the Super Bowl. No, I'm sorry. The season for last in the Super Bowl. Oh, was that the game when Mahomes was like sideways? And sideways through and threw the yeah. ball. Hit Tyreek Hill right in his helmet. The game against Cincinnati <laughs> and the Rams in the Super Bowl. Cincinnati only had to stop Cooper Cup. You have a defense that only needs to stop one person. Did they yeah. stop him? Nope. Because the offense was that much better. Yes, situational defense plays a key role in it because you have to have players to make those stops, get those turnovers. You look mm-hmm. at Jalen Ramsey. He's regarded as most as the number one corner in the NFL. He gets beaten like a drum. Mm-hmm. Even Slay. So the seven for uh, uh, the Cowboys. He's, he did a lot better this year. But, oh, even, yeah. but even Darius Slay. I love Darius Slay. But it's times when they turn him around like a spinning top. So defense does play its part. Listen, offense, defense, special teams all play their part. But if you can't score, you don't win. Gotcha. And uh, D- before I come to you, Chris, DDSQ issued us a challenge uh, on the 430 show. I don't know if you saw it. But he said that the the 90, I think it was 99 Tampa Bay team, did they win the championship? Mm-hmm. The Warren Sapp and all of them? Whatever that year was, they won the championship. That was 2002? Two? 2003? One of them years. 2003, yeah. I believe. He said their their defense has a name, the uh, Tampa Two. What what? And he thinks it's better than the Ravens' historic defense with uh, 
that Super Bowl team. He thinks that's the better team. But he said all defense needs a name. And if not, they're the better defense. So the, two, the 2000 <laughs> Ravens team is called the NFL history all-time scoring leader. <laughs> like, <defense>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's, that's the name. Historic. <laughs> so we'll Chris, call them historic. Chris, what you think? Uh, he said 99, but it's not 03. But Chris, what you think? Defense win championships. Uh, no, not at all. It's 2023. Like, all of that is over. Like, the, the glory days, like, you watch that, uh, the bullies, the 30 for 30 bullies mm-hmm. and stuff. Those days are done. Like, those days are over. You know, back when they had, when we had Discman and stuff like that, like, all of that is done with. You know, you, you got to upgrade. And it just, it seems like a lot of the philosophical ways that they want to go to is still stuck in those ways. And the Darius Slay, I love Darius Slay. Like Darius Slay across from Marlo, that would have been fun to watch. Mm-hmm. It's nothing against Darius Slay. Just like I say, is has nothing to do with David Ojabo. I like David Ojabo. It has nothing to do with him. I think he's going to be a fun player. He's going to be good to watch. I'm, you know, fascinated to see how he develops. But what's hey, up with him? Him no worse than Migos with these ad libs. <laughs> I'm sorry, I zoned out for a minute. My bad. I was reading. <laughs> Go ahead, Chris. Um, but uh, you know, what's up with the with the offense? You know, we like you can't just pour all of these resources into the offense. And I get that they've drafted wide receivers, but it doesn't matter if you draft wide receivers and don't develop them. Mm-hmm. So you you can't you have to do both. You can't just say, all right, I drafted them. That's it. You know, the, our job is done. No, like you have to develop them and actually have a system in place to accentuate what they do best. And hopefully Todd Munkin can do that. Uh, but, you know, we'll we'll see how they go. I mean, they've they've been trying to do it, but we'll, we're going to see on the draft how they really feel, because if we see first two picks on the defensive side of the ball, then we already know what their philosophy is. Yeah, if Chris, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna tell you, if our first two picks, which will be first and third, if we pick defense, I might just turn the stream off. <laughs> I think the fact that that we went after Darius, Darius Slade when we're trying to save every last penny says everything, right? Like they haven't changed, right? Um, Mike, hey, I'm sorry, go ahead, Hendo. I was just gonna ask DDSQ. You know, you speak about these historic Tampa Bay defenses, and trust me, I know because I used to love love Tampa Bay back then. But when did they win a Super Bowl? Oh he said, he said the, no, no, the year saying, when they got offense, right? Oh, all oh. right, okay. Who was who who was on the offense that year they won? Keyshawn Johnson, Keyshawn Johnson. Rob, Rob Johnson. Was, 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 was Johnson the quarterback? Yes, Brad Johnson. Yeah, Brad Johnson. I'm sorry, Brad Johnson. Yes, gotcha, gotcha. His son, mistaken, his son sucks. Yeah, I know. <laughs> oh my goodness, Brad Johnson's son, the quarterback at um, he was um at LSU last year. Mm-hmm. Well, not this, but like the past season in 2021. He was oh, because I watched the, the Keyshawn Booty tape, his yeah. son was the quarterback. Yeah. Oh my god, Trash. he was terrible. Oh shit, man, go play <laughs> golf. <laughs> <laughs> my what, um, I because I didn't did the bottom row yet. What do you think about defense and does it still win championships? I already, I, I already went. But I will I will add this though, coach. I spoke about this on LBHT last week. This whole mindset and this this philosophy that the Ravens have, this goes exactly to that arrogance that I said they carry. They still believe in that <laughs> whatever happened in two uh, two thousand 
and th- that's just how they're built. Like I love Ozzy, right? I love Ozzy, but but I, I think Ozzy, you know, let, let's put Ozzy in a nice house on the water somewhere, man. Give that man a nice retirement. It's time to get him out the building. Like that philosophy has just stayed there. It worked, but it's over, mm-hmm. and they're stuck in that, and they and it. It's coming off very, very arrogant that you feel like you can you can have a moment uh, uh, like you like because you, yo you got lucky that year. Real, mm-hmm. t- I mean, not, I mean, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. Defensively, like you said, Hendo, historic. But <laughs> to go to have that stretch of games where they didn't score a touchdown and things like that, that can't happen in today's in, in NFL. <laughs> you are going to be done in today's yep. NFL if that happens. So they, they just got they got to change that, and that, that that's a part of that arrogance that they have going on. All right. So with that being said, before we transition to the next topic, Chris, tell people where they can find your work at. Uh, they can find me on the uh, Deep Cover podcast. I do that with uh, Michael Crawford and Kerry Stevenson. Uh, we're about to start doing uh, our mock draft that we do where we go through a draft simulator and uh, we make all the picks for the Ravens and uh, we kind of go through it like if we're in the Ravens war room, but we're making the picks. Um, and then we also have the uh, the bracket show that we, we do it with Coach and uh, we're going to be doing that with DeMar- Denar Melton too. So uh, that's a good show that's always fun to do every year. So Got to keep our street going. Hey, hey, I was, I was telling Hendo the other day you know, like we, I think we're like four for five or three for four, something like that. But mm-hmm. we've been doing good with that. So uh, you got to keep it up. Gotcha, gotcha. And that's where you can find Chris, Mike, and um, Carrie, Deep Cover Podcast. Uh, it's going to get heated real soon. Going to get heated because that, 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 uh, pick, I mean, that bracket st- show is fun every year. Fun every year. So um, before we go on, D Weezy uh, donated. Three, he says, what's the excuse for Baltimore not bringing in a wide receiver, even if Lamar leaves? No excuse. <laughs> zero. Negative zero. Wait, even if he leaves? Well, if yeah. he leaves. Because <laughs> whoever the quarterback is going to need all the help he can get. Tank for Caleb. Listen, listen you, you, go, you might as well go into full tank more at that point. You You're not winning. <laughs> There's literally nobody that can get off the street right now. Right. That's and, right. Uh, DDSQ donated. He says, what's good? Y'all love the show. You need a playmaker and a closer on defense, but you do not have to have a great defense. And that's, he basically reiterated his point because he called in the show and saying you need a closer. And the way he explained it, it made perfect sense. You need somebody that can close out the game, that can mm-hmm. get you a, a sack like in, like like Aaron Donald did in the Super Bowl. Yes, yeah, sir. Them last three plays, he was unblockable. Mm-hmm. Or you need a guy on the back end that if they got to put in the air that you know he's going to either break it up or go get it. Or you need a linebacker that can kind of do a combination of both. Don't get a TFL or something like that. Yeah. So. It, you just need a closer, and and I like like Marco said, you need situational defense. Um, and none donated five. He said uh, super high IQ player like Airy can counter great QBs. Hopefully Roman and Williams can do that for us. Um, do that for us against Mahomes and company. You can't you can't have that as a strategy. There's yeah, there's yeah. only one Ed Reed. I swear, <laughs> you beat me. You beat me to it. <laughs> and, 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 and Ed Reed's instinct and knowledge. And Ed Reed won one Super Bowl. Hmm. Right. Yeah. True. Yeah. 
I mean, one at, one Ky- at Kyle, Kyle Bowler uh, uh, countered, <laughs> counter, <laughs> counter what Ed Reed did. <laughs> so, oh, you got to pick Ed? Watch me throw this one. <laughs> right. 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 So, so, obviously, we didn't talk about this a, a little bit. Uh, you know, we, we didn't hit a miss on it, so I ain't going to stay long on Darius Slay. Obviously, if you don't know, we've been living on the rock. Slay said on his podcast that the Ravens were this close, and you can't see my fingers right now. Hold on. Right there, they were this close. From you know, he would have been a Baltimore Raven. They gave him what he asked for. I don't know the number he asked for. If if any of my panel mates know that, you can go ahead and say it. But the fact that they were willing to find money, you you know, Hendo. Oh, you changed the channel. <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't, I don't specifically know how much they offered him. But he said that he was just wishing that Philadelphia would counteract that with the same offer. Because if it was the same, he was saying. And I think Philly resigned what three for forty two. 352, something like that. I don't know what they signed him for. No, it's either three years for 52 million or three years for 42 million. 343 for 42, I think. Three for 42. Mm-hmm. So essentially, that would have been around the same contract that Baltimore offered because he was like, anything's the same. I'm staying here because I know Howie Roseman. I'm comfortable with him. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to stick around. So, I mean, you, we all know teams can find money whenever they feel like it. Right. All of that, uh, we only got two mil. Under the cap, and we need to do this. It doesn't matter. They can make moves because listen, Ronnie Stanley, Humphrey, they've been restructuring their deal every year since they signed it. Two years, forty-two million. Two, two, years, okay. two. Jeez, what? 24, Twenty-four guaranteed. Yeah. Sheesh. Appreciate it, Brian. True. Hey, just just so y'all don't know, if y'all weren't here three, two or three weeks ago when I said it. Rodney has the fastest Google account in America. <laughs> Ever. America. Yeah, that boy, it's, that Wi-Fi it's, over there is sick. It's jumping, man. <laughs> it's, it's weeping. It's kicking. I was, I, I was just trying to I was just trying to load up the score of the, the game. I'm, back. I'm over here like this. Right. Somebody <laughs> said, you call sucks? I'm like, what? What? Right. What? I had to check real quick. Yeah. <laughs> Mike, what do you think about uh, Slate? And the potential giving him what he wanted, man, just it just makes the Ravens look bad, right? All of this talk of man, we you know we, we got to hold on everything. We we kind of our hands are kind of tied, and behind the scenes, they sending them hey big head text to defense. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So like the one I sent to Kayla Williams. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's it's just you know, so it just it just kind of made them look 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 like they was dirty macking on the low you know what i'm saying and and look i i'm i'm with chris it would have been fun to watch um but like look wins enough enough like you know what i mean i i get it i i absolutely get it and i think honestly um we can we part of this we can blame on um jamar chase cuz i just think he he has Ravens brass just running scared after he what he did two years ago to us, you know. So they feel like they got to get every corner in the world, but it just makes them look funny in the light, man. That he was this close. That man said this close, mm-hmm. and he said they had the best offer, but he gave Philly a chance to to match or you know come around that number. So you know it was at least that. You know it was at least what he what he walked away with. So they look funny in the light to me. Chris? Yes, yeah, it's, it's the same thing. Like, you know, you hear all these people talk about, well, they can't do anything because Lamar is holding them hostage. And it's like, well, he's not holding them hostage enough to get a defensive player. Right. If, if you can find money for that, then 
surely you can find money for the for the offense. And it, it's just like I said earlier, it's like you know, <laughs> running their head into a brick wall with when it comes to that wide receiver room. Like why like why are you so opposed to adding weapons to the wide receiver room? Like it's not gonna make you worse. It's not gonna make your team worse. Like you gotta help your quarterback, whoever that will be. You know, because there's no guarantee it'll be Lamar. It's funny because even if you take this approach and just draft one every year, that way you never have to pay one. At least you keep throwing you keep throwing shots at it, because because obviously you ain't gonna pay one. So you at least need a a young whippersnapper to come in and produce because wide receivers are coming into the league now polished because they start with the seven on seven crap at at seven and eight years old. So they coming in the league like NFL ready to to do to do to run routes to beat DBs and. and they're healthy at young legs. So draft one every year. Make sure you draft one every year. And then you keep rotating and you ain't got to pay them. Because obviously you don't want to anyway. Yeah, but the Ravens do that for, for uh, DBs. <laughs> right. <laughs> they pay them and they draft them every year. It's crazy. What you do, Chris? Yeah, yeah. I was, I was... Jose? Yeah, no. Nah, I mean, just just like, like Chris said, man, like like – the, the mindset needs to change over to the offensive side because the best player on the team, I mean, assuming we, we re-sign Lamar, is Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. So you want to give him every help that that uh, he needs to win because ultimately, it, whether it's Lamar or whoever, whoever the quarterback is going to be, it's going to be on on their shoulders ultimately to you know to win games. Um, look, man, if, if we were this aggressive, we had everything we needed on the offensive side of the ball, I wouldn't have no problem with with Darius Slay, right? But the fact is, you know, we put we already put seventy million into in, into Marcus Williams. Mm-hmm. We already spent a first round pick on um Kyle, uh, Kyle Hamilton, right? Marlowe's got a big contract, and you want like like you you want to put we just pay Roquan a bunch of money, hundred million dollars, <laughs> and you want to spend more money for another another twenty four guaranteed forty forty two uh, total for for another corner right like defund the defense is exactly what we're saying defund the defense why why won't you let those young dbs step up we always say on the offensive side oh well, well you know you like uh, pro, yeah pro say just needs it he needs it needs an opportunity that's what you guys say all the time he needs an opportunity I, he could do more if he got more opportunities well what could what could brandon stevens do with more opportunities <laughs> Carolina will give Lamar all the help he I, needs. I just want to see B face when I put it up there. <laughs> That's right. And, Y'all know it. But you know, what will, will, will Pepe Williams do with more opportunity, right? Like we can we can take that approach on the defensive side mm-hmm. and it has less of an impact because we have other good players over there if they if that's, they mess up. That's real though. Like you got Marcus Williams, you got Kyle Hamilton, you got mm-hmm. Marlowe, and it's like, all right, so give these third, fourth round cornerbacks. You know, put them into the into the fire. Yep. But in the wide receiver room, you don't have one solid, solidified, proven guy. Right. It doesn't right. make sense. Thinking back on it, thinking back on it, Pepe and, and JAD got just as much of an a, attempt to produce as Channel 3. If not more. Mm-hmm. If not more. And I, that's not me being pro homer today. Not that me being pro homer. That's they got in their rookie season. They got just as much attempt to see if they can produce. And you saw how I worded that be. 
attempt to see. <laughs> no, I, I, I saw how you worded it because all James Prochet fans think that you don't have to earn your way onto the field. I didn't say that. I didn't, but, I said I, I, attempt. Hey, hey, look. All I know is y'all ain't had shit at wide receiver since since the what the twentieth century, and, uh, <laughs> and James can't get on the field. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. man, what do you think about the topic? You getting off topic? I don't even remember what the topic was. <laughs> Darius Slay, how you feel about, Slay. Uh, about the moment signing Darius Slay? I mean, you know, like I'm not, I'm not surprised that they would go after Darius Slay, and, and I don't even begrudge them going after Darius Slay. Uh, just do the other part of your job. Mm. That that's the that's the real problem in Baltimore. It's not that they're picking, you know, they're saying, "Hey, we've got ten dollars, so we're going to give." nine to the defense and, and just one to the offense. So we're just picking defense over offense every time. You've got the money to do both. You just won't do it. So, I mean, go sign Darius Slay, but also trade for DeAndre Hopkins. There also go. go sign Odell Beckham. You so know, you, you, you can you do like both. Endo. Just do more. Yeah. Feel you, feel you, feel you, feel you. Hey, uh, Jose and B, while we transition to our next topic. So you just me? You. Oh, my bad, my bad, my bad. Fuck me, right? My bad. I ain't, my yeah. name ain't Brandon Bazell. <laughs> That's fine. Golly, my bad. Here, no go ahead. I'm sorry. I apologize. Yeah, I apologize. Uh, no. <laughs> oh no. I but no. I actually um, I would have actually liked to move for him to give a slate. Like I said, I'm a big fan of his. And then when I saw him on I'm Athlete and just his mentality, I'm like, okay, he got he got a kind of Raven mentality. I can kind of get with this. But my only issue is the Ravens prioritize stopping some of the most dangerous weapons in the NFL. Mm-hmm. So in turn, why do you not put some of the most dangerous weapons in the NFL on your team? If you are trying to stop them year after year, it makes no sense to me how you can say we need to focus on shutting these guys down. But when it comes to us, we'll just let anybody go out there. And to the point of, yeah, the, uh, you know, we told him for last season, stop wasting them all his prime. Well, he's not his prime. Stop wasting them all his early years in the NFL. With this, let's just let these guys play and see what they can do. This is not an if and wait league. This mm-hmm. is a what can you do for me right now? So we told people, listen, James Prochet, Tylen Wallace, Devin DuVernay. They had all the opportunity in the world on OTAs, minicamps, and practices. Apparently they didn't show enough. But you want to put them in a live game and think that they're going to do something. Oh, no, they just need an opportunity. But when Jalen Armand Davis, Pepe get in there, what happens? Oh, man, they just need time to develop. We need to sign some veterans ahead of them and let them develop. Why don't we get veteran wide receivers? Why don't we, we have that philosophy all the way around? Because we prioritize certain positions that aren't really that important in today's NFL. <laughs> because we think that we're smarter than everyone else with the moves that we're making. We're still in that, oh, man, listen, y'all go this way. We're going to go that way, even though we haven't been in Super Bowl contention in about 10 years. We've been in the playoffs. We haven't been in Super Bowl contention. True. These teams, no one's picked us technically except for maybe after 2020. I'm sorry, after 2019 that we would possibly go to the Super Bowl. But other than that, we haven't been in contention because we can't score points. We go into, we go into the playoffs every year, mm-hmm. and we average 13 and a half points a game. And after every playoff loss, the Ravens' philosophy is, I know we only scored 13 points, but if we get more defense, it's going to be different next year. Yeah. If we get more defense, we can hold them to 12. Which is really crazy because you held Cincinnati to 17. You ain't win that game. You had a defense held Buffalo to 10. You ain't win that game. So, <laughs> that is. 
Antonio Webb say on fourth and four to six, they throw Wallace and Crochet. <laughs> Would you Chris rather? Be, no, no. See, listen. You say rather be the Browns. Why do we have to rather be anybody? Why can't we just be a better version of ourselves? Why do we have to compare ourselves to somebody else? Why can't we just do better where we know we're doing wrong? Wait, you know, what are you looking at? Why don't, why don't you? Why don't you rather be the Eagles? How about that? Be, wait, why would we rather be the Chiefs? Well, well the answer is yes. You, are you, you, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wait until next year and, and, and ask that question. <laughs> yes, I would rather be the Browns right now. They have their quarterback on lock. Better quarterback, better wide receivers. Better yeah, probably back. the best running back. Mm-hmm. Got a, got a better, decent O-line. Better edge rushers. Better edge um, rushers. Better secondary. Well, mm, nah, they don't have secondary. secondary. I don't know. Who they got nah. a receiver? Who they got a receiver? Amari, Amari, Amari Cooper. Cooper. And then uh, they, Elijah, they, they went right there. Donovan yeah. Peoples-Jones. Donovan yeah. Peoples-Jones. Yeah. Yeah. David Njoku. Yeah. yeah. That's yes. I'd rather on paper. the Browns. On paper. On, yes. pa- on paper. On paper. On paper. And, and on the field. Well, they ain't did on the field. <laughs> I mean, listen, I mean listen, yeah. if, 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 you, if we're talking about taking the entire group, hell yes, I'd rather have the Browns pass catchers than Baltimore's. Okay, you know, Mar- Mark will show up sometimes when he feels like it, not in the playoffs, mind as, you. As a whole, but uh, <laughs> man, I'll, I'll take David and Joku as part of that group. Mm-hmm. Mark Andrews ain't winning, you know, playoff games. This is Chris, man, I'm allergic to the ball. About Darius yeah, yeah. Light? yeah, you got me. Oh, I, I hear everybody with Darius Light. Yeah, yeah. Okay, not Jose and B. Tell everybody where they can find your stuff. You can find us every Wednesday night on the LBHT show at 7.15 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, we follow that up with the overtime show, which you can find on patreon.com slash LBHT show. And you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at LBHT show. And the three of us right next bottom. to me, on each side, mm-hmm. Ring Kings podcast, okay, for all your boxing needs, okay? At Ring Kings Pods, we can find us on social media and uh, go ahead and subscribe. And we, you know, we we haven't been uh, consistently dropping uh, videos on Monday, but just keep your notifications on, and you'll know, you'll get the notification when we drop a, a video. Gotcha. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. What? Jeremiah, come back with that. I knew it was Browns fans on the panel. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you know what? You know what? You are you are factually correct. I am a fan of an organization that signs their franchise quarterback to a long term deal, then turns around the very next year and opens up thirty million dollars of cap space with that contract that y'all said was so stupid. They just opened up thirty million dollars of cap space. What did we do? We only have one quarterback on our roster right now, and that's Anthony Brown Jr. If we don't sign, if we don't sign Lamar Jackson. Do you think we're going to be better than the Browns next year? Or Tyler Huntley, because they both can be gone. I mean, even with Tyler Huntley. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. You know what I mean? <laughs> I see a lot of fans are still they, – they're they talking with their chest out right now because Lamar isn't technically technically gone yet. Right. But let him walk out the door. I, I, I'm telling you, next season, if Lamar ain't here, we're going to be hearing a lot of, oh, man, I ain't I catch the game. I ain't even see the game this, this, this week, man. I had, Jer- I had to go with some My number's going to be bad. Is next year 2012? Who gives a damn when they won in the past? We're talking about the future. Yeah. And that, that was the thing I about mean, this. Is, I mean, I, I mean no, I, hold, on, hold on. I'm sorry, coach. Listen, I mean, if you really want to go to it, the Browns have 10 championships. Otto Graham won like seven in a row. If you really want to get into what the Browns have done. Oh, they don't count fo- because they changed the name, though. Know your football before you ask these <laughs> questions. The Browns have much more championships than, the, than Baltimore does, even if you add in the Colts. So 
what have the Browns done? Let's stop living in the past, start living for the future. Let's talk about what's going to happen next year when Lamar's gone and we're running out there with Teddy Bridgewater. Who's going to be in fourth place? We are. I mean, we we hope and pray Lamar's not leaving. But like like your man EDC said, like your man EDC said, yo, when people ask for trades, we grant it. And what did you know, Jeremiah? You didn't know that Cleveland won championships. What did you know? You just know that you just keep throwing comments out there and hoping that they will stick. Listen, history don't get you points. Like it doesn't matter what we did in the past. That, that that's not going to get us points. And this, oh well, since you guys had a Super Bowl eleven years ago, we are gonna go ahead and start you out 10, 10 nothing in this game. You, you, get, you get a ten point lead. That's not that's not how it works. Like right. it doesn't matter. Let me let me ask you this though, Jeremiah. Uh, since since you all about the defense and all this stuff, how many Super Bowls do the Chiefs have, and who's more likely to win one next, Baltimore or Kansas City? You tell me that because the Chiefs yeah. defense it ain't good and it hasn't been good. Wait, tell what they do have. Hmm. They got a closer. Hmm. Chris Jones. Yes. Frank Clark. They got a closer. They got a closer. Yeah. Frank Clark plays off Chris, but to DDSQ's point, they do have a closer. Who's our closer? We don't know yet. Don't it, have it, one. Potentially, it could be Roquan, but we don't know yet. That's much as we spend... running back for, to, to lose the game. That's the closer. Like as much as everybody gets beat. Not not by Najee Harris. They don't. Najee not in the past game. I'm saying no. I'm saying the closer doesn't get beat by Najee Harris in the past game to lose the game for you. Yeah. Now maybe had he met Najee in the hole, okay, yeah, Roquan might win that, but that's not yeah. how you close out the game. True. Yeah. And it, uh, just that ball was not thrown to Najee. It was thrown to the the, the receiver. Najee just oh, was oh we we over we over here oh. just with with you know analyzing yeah, intent six points, now, <laughs> analyzing intent now. Yeah, right. that's what we do. Listen, I bet you, you, ask, you ask Kenny Pickett, he'll tell you he well, was going to Najee all day. He well, said, ride oh, the listen, money. Hey, he's supposed to. Listen, coach. He's supposed to. Go ahead. EDC had intent of drafting good players. But he, he hasn't done it yet. on drafting George Pickens. But he hasn't done it yet. So oh, intent means nothing. Yeah, he, he intentionally drafted Owe, but that's, a whole, that's another subject. <laughs> that's another subject. So speaking of, this came out last night for me. This yep. is my top 10 wide receivers list. And uh, I'll run it back real quick. I had A.T. Perry at 10 from Wake Forest. Marvin Mims Jr. from Oklahoma at 8. I'm sorry, 9. Xavier Hutchinson, who had, like, I think led the country in no, – not catches. He had over 100 catches. I think Charlie, Charlie Jones led the country in catches at 110, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I uh, say so you're missing somebody from this list, Coach. Right. Uh, I am not. Charlie Jones at? <laughs> I am not. We'll talk about that in a second. I put him up there to fake people out, to pump fake folks. <laughs> uh, Quinn Johnson, number seven at TCU. Jonathan Mingo uh, at six at uh, from Ole Miss. Jalen Hyatt, Tennessee, five. Jordan Addison, uh, USC, four. Josh Downs, North Carolina. I left my mark out, North Carolina. Three, Zay Flowers for Boston College and JSN from Ohio State, number one. Do you agree or disagree or is there anybody that should be higher or lower, lower or move, moved around? On the, on this list, and we'll start with. Let me get this off the screen. Jose, uh, I, I'm not going to sit here and pretend like I I've, I've studied uh, uh, enough of these guys. Okay, um, <laughs> but I mean, listen, I I, tr- I trust your evaluation. I watch a lot of this, these film breakdowns with you. Um, well, I will I will for, for you. I will tell you why Charlie wasn't on the list because when we watched that film, you watched it with me. Yes, he was never open. No, 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 no. Yeah, he just I mean, had great hands. Y- yes, yes, yes. Porter, Porter Jr. and whoever the number four was for um, Penn State, 
It was yeah. all over him. He just yeah, he's not shaking. Game. He's not shaking anybody. He'll catch it, but he's not. He's not shaking anybody. And they and they and what Purdue had him at outside. That was their mistake. Yeah. When you when he moved to the slot or was running stuff toward the middle of the field, he was breaking them off. But as far as yeah. trying to beat him down the field and whatnot, they was on him like his cleats. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I no, I I get it. You know, I was joking, but um. Marvin Mims, is he related to Denzel Mims? I don't know. I don't know. That's okay. a good question. I don't know. But with, with, with Mims, Mims didn't have a lot of production, but you got to think about it. The quarterbacks left Oklahoma when the mm-hmm. coaches left. I think one went to South Carolina, the other one went to USC, I think. Mm-hmm. So the, the quarterbacks left, and he he only had like 30-something catches, but had 800 yards. Okay. On I, I, I have another Ooh. question about a, a wide receiver that's, that's not on there, but I, I drafted him. Uh, Rashi Rashi Rice, Rice is that his name? Yeah, Rashi. I have you say it for me. I think Chris talked about him too. Um, he he didn't get open a lot, but his 50 50 balls are more like 80 20 balls. Mm. Mm. Chris, what do you think about um, was Rashi? How have you say it? Rashi Rice? Yeah, I know I think you, did, he, you did a list like this too. Yeah, he he wasn't on the list though. Um, I didn't I didn't like uh, his ability to separate like. You know, a lot of the stuff was contested, and you know that's fine and cute in college, but in the NFL, you know that's a whole different ball game. If you can't yep. separate in college, mm-hmm. you know, then you're gonna be in for a harsh reality. But I do think he could be a nice player, like kind of like along the lines of like a Jason Avant, like a big okay. slot kind of mm-hmm. dude. I think he could provide something there. But if you're trying to have him come in and be your number two, your number one, like I, I don't, I don't agree with that. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. And, and coach, I just want to say, and I'm glad Jose asked that question because I I did notice that you held this list back until after the dynasty draft, and and I noticed I also noticed that you drafted several of the wide receivers on that list. That was going to be my next comment. My next comment was uh, Rashi Rice about to be on the block, so anybody's interested, you know. <laughs> um, but I'm, I'm uh, full disclosure. Full disclosure. I thought the draft was in May. In, in May. Mm-hmm. The reason being because I always remember rushing home from practice to uh, try to get set up and get ready to watch the draft. Forgetting that in Florida, we start spring practice the last week of April, which is when the draft is. And if I'm not mistaken, was the draft in May last year? Like the first week of May? April 28th, 29th. Okay, I was thinking it was in May, and I was kind of procrastinating on my my list. And so when I realized it was April, like, hold on, I got to put it in high gear. And so that's what I did um, after I finished the first three episodes of um, the – call-in show i had to i had to get on it so it wasn't i, w- I didn't purposely hold it i just mm-hmm. was procrastinating and then yeah, but the, yeah. i did the people that i did videos on weighed heavy in my decisions in the fantasy draft so that that party is true All I'm saying is, yeah, maybe had that list come out i wouldn't have drafted something called sam jones and dontavian hicks <laughs> wicks <laughs> you mean wicks right uh, wicks yes yeah, yeah, i'm sorry <laughs> We said whatever. <laughs> it don't, it don't <laughs> I got uh, some good up. news on him, but that's still. No. <laughs> oh yeah, I mean, I, I would, I would, for the most part, agree with your list. But the trainer for uh, Njigba and Quentin said Quentin was hands down the number one, and he said he trains both of them, mm-hmm. and it just little nuances with his game for his size mm-hmm. that he should be the number one. So I think he should be possibly a little bit higher. But you know, I don't really follow them college wide receivers like that, especially Chris, this year's draft. Chris, you Chris can back me up on this. He for the most part of the season, the pundit said he was the best receiver in the draft. For the most part of the season, he was talked about as the number one guy. And I didn't see 
any of his games until the semifinals. Mm-hmm. And so I'm watching the game. I'm like, he ain't showed me nothing to be the best receiver until he caught that little drag route and gave the DB a little hazy and then yeah, turned them out the burner zone. I was like, okay, not not okay. Now you're showing me something. But I, you know, I don't think he should be up there. What about you, Chris? You think he should be top five? Um, I got him third, but I understand the concerns. Like, if he can correct his hands, because he's shown like in 2021, he showed he could catch the ball correctly and well, like he can pluck it out of the air. And then 2022, he just reverted back to body catching everything with his body. And if he can correct that and go back to that 2021 version, then you add the fact that, you know, he's a bigger receiver. Mm-hmm. He's I know he didn't run that blazing 40, but he's athletic for a big dude. Right. I, I don't know why people are like, oh, he only ran this. It's like, no, he's still athletic. And you just you watch him on the field and he has quicks that other big wide receivers don't have. So. When people don't have him rated as highly, I get it. I completely get it. But if if he can hit, I think he has the highest ceiling out of anybody in this class. Gotcha. Now, as far as him reverting back to body catching, <sighs> I don't know if they change QBs. And if, you know, that could play a huge part in it because if you got a QB that's throwing missiles, you're probably going to catch him with your body. <laughs> if you got a QB that throws catchable softballs, you can plug them out the air. But if your QB back there like John Elway, and rock and fire, you're probably going to use that body a lot more than you would because catching the ball with a guy that's throwing super hard that stretches them fingers, and that crap starts to hurt. Mm-hmm. That crap starts to hurt. And you may not consciously, you know, realize that you body catching now, but them fingers going to know what they're doing. And, the wild, yes, and I, I, I think an important thing, too, that a lot of people don't speak about with him is he played a lot of the year with a, a hurt ankle. Like the first part, like if you look at his stats, the first part of the year, like first four or five games, like he was putting up Ravens wide receiver numbers. Like that's how bad it was. I was going to say what he wouldn't catch. <laughs> no. And then I think it was like the Kansas game that he just started going off. And then you kind of saw him get back into it. And then he heard it again. Like he tweaked it or something like that. And they say he had like a um, like a hairline fracture mm-hmm. in his ankle that he's been dealing with all season. So. That's another part of the equation too. Like, maybe comes back healthy and he's a hundred percent. So, we'll see. We'll see with him. Mike, what'd you think of the list? I throw it back up there. Man, look, I'm with Zay. I ain't gonna front like I know all these dudes, <laughs> but <laughs> I do trust you guys. Um, I think it's solid though. Uh, I'm, it's one guy missing, um, and this is just a homer in me. Um, I need <laughs> my man Rakim Jared on this list some kind of way. Thanks. I think Rakim Jared is going to surprise a lot of people. Um, you know, they got him looking like he's gonna go in the fourth round or so, and I think he'll be a steal around that time. But other than that, man, I'll take your word for it. I told Chris the other day while we was drafting, I was looking thinking of what you guys and we got later in the rounds. I'm thinking of some of these player names that y'all was mentioning before I drafted, but yeah, um, I, I think, um, out of the group, JSN is my favorite. Um, I think you know, when you go to what Ohio State is doing there, wide receiver, it's amazing. And then Jordan Addison, he kind of slipped on a lot of people's, uh, uh, I guess draft boards. Um, his um, you have to, and I, I acted like I didn't, I wasn't gonna go back and watch his tape. I was, everybody was saying you got to watch his twenty twenty one. I was like, man, I'm not watching that crap. But I was watching it anyway. When Kenny Pickett, that song was different, Mike. Right. 
With little hands, man, he was yes. different. <laughs> yeah, and he and he took that nil with dip and ran to USC. <laughs> and um, you know, and you know what? My, it looked like he trained. played not to get hurt at, at USC. He got his money and was like this. And he ended up getting hurt too. Yeah, it, it looked like it was a bad injury because uh, I was watching that game live and the way he landed on his ankle, it buckled, and I was like, "Oh damn, it's over for him." But he came back like four weeks later and. That was a close call for him because it, it right. looked like it was over for, for Addison. Hmm. Rodney? I, I already went. Yeah, everybody went. So, uh, yeah. Could, 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 could we have, could there just be another Mm-mm. Stephon Diggs type Mm-mm. situation Mm-mm. with Rakim Jarrett? Mm-mm. What you mean, uh uh-uh? uh? <laughs> I don't think, I don't, I don't think, I honestly believe if this time, if it had, if it comes down to it, they will take him. I don't think, no, 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 no. I don't mean with the Ravens. I mean, oh. like, I mean, just oh, yeah. going oh, yeah. going late, but but he's oh, he's a he's much better than people realize. Just because you know he played for Maryland, and you know Maryland doesn't know how to use talent, and you know people are sleeping on him. Listen, his hands are a little suspect, but that run after the catch, mm-hmm. that boy is deadly. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, before we transition to our next topic, Mike, let the people know where they can find you. Man, look, I am OTR Mike, the host of Open Mike. That's right, man. That's the show where the mic is open for any discussion, no matter what it is, who it is, or where it is. Look, my job is to get a different side of these fellas that you see up here and other people. So I've done that, and I'm on the path to continue to do that with the rest of the guys. Uh, So go over there, man, and subscribe. I did hit 300. I appreciate you guys. Next up is 500. Um, So... As Brandon said, <laughs> there's a vault. I got, I got some, I got episodes in the vault, man. I've been busy, um, so the episodes will be coming. So go over there, and subscribe. As Jose already mentioned, man, one third of Ring Kings podcast. That's just the best po- uh, boxing podcast on YouTube. Thanks. And if you're a casual fan, don't be afraid, man. We welcome you in because we just educate you on the game of boxing, man. We enjoy that. So go subscribe to that as we are on the run to 300 subscribers over there. If you have not subscribed, do that. Follow me on Twitter, OTR underscore Mike. I follow everybody back. Fellas, I'm going to need your help on this one. Unless yes. you're on that That's list. Funny stuff. Right. <laughs> Other than that, well, you know, you I wish. follow you back. You know, and I chit-chat. So, yeah, man, go subscribe, and I appreciate the support already. The link to everybody's... um platform is in the description below so you can you know once this is over you can hit that button it'll take you right to that page hit the subscribe hit the bell so you can notify when they drop randomly and um just be ready be ready for this this hot content that's coming because we we're gonna take it up a notch we definitely gonna take it up a notch speaking for the six that you see right now it, it's, it's going up in 2023 and 2024 definitely yeah, um, and listen and listen if you all want to continue some of these discussions respectfully of course we all have Patreons that you can mm-hmm. sign up for, and we're all in each other's Patreons. So no matter which one you sign up for, we can continue these discussions because I see a lot of you have certain opinions on certain topics. And even though we may disagree, no one's to say who's right, who's wrong. But let's continue it. And like I said, let's do it respectfully. Yeah. And, you know, let us know how you really feel. So for, for me, it's patreon.com backslash sip the talent. And that'll get you in my Discord. And I updated the, the perks today. So you can go and check out different perks <laughs> or whatnot, but I updated it today. Uh, Hendo, yours is patreon.com backslash R-O-U-G. All right, that'll get you in the Discord, and you can look at his perks when you go over there. Yeah, like um, we can talk about that later. Jose, y'all's is uh, <laughs> patreon.com backslash 
LBHT show. Gotcha. And Mike is getting his set up shortly. Yeah, yeah I saw man, a tweet it, right before we went live that's saying yeah, get yep. the wait list. It's a so wait Mike, list, what, what is yours? It's it's backslash open mic with OTR Mike. Gotcha. Join the wait list, man, and you'll find out when it goes live. I'm working Check on this. all the tiers and all the things that I'll be able to offer you guys. But man, I appreciate you on that too. Go ahead over there and sign up. And Chris got to talk to Mike to get their stuff jumped off. Right? It's coming. Y'all, y'all, don't, y'all don't have a Patreon yet, do you? It's no. coming. Uh, it's, it's, it's coming. We're going to see Chris, Chris got a cash app, though. He he, he, he take a right. laugh tax. He, you can pay your laugh tax to, to Chris if you would like. You know? what, what's the cash app, Chris? <laughs> oh, that, oh, that's that's linked to the numbers, so they, they can hit me uh, up in the DMs. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. Don't put that out there. Don't put that out there. Appreciate it. Appreciate you, uh, dropping $2 and enjoy the, the stream. Keep doing your thing. Appreciate it. Appreciate you for coming through, man. And this Said, like Hendo, remember we had that conversation about about uh, support. Yes, Jew lives in California. We never mm. seen each other face to face, right? But they've been in his support. It's always the people you don't know and that are that have not been closest to you for the longest. It's, yeah, we, it's always we, them. We we met through Madden. Hmm. Oh, nice. So, nice. Salute, pre- salute. Pre- appreciate you, Jew. Um, last topic of the night. Yeah. And it's it's been all over TV all day long. It's it's ain't no gray area. Either you love it or you hate it. You can't see me. Baltimore's own Angel Reese with the with the John Cena. You can't see me to Caitlin Clark, who obviously obviously lied to America in that press conference and said she didn't see that. Yeah, yeah. she's looking right at her. She's looking right at her. Yeah. She's looking right at her. So with this being said, you know, y'all know what's going on and like who said what and and I'm really disappointed at Keith Oakman. I used to like Oakman. I'm really disappointed. Mm-hmm. Keith Oakman called uh, her a, I think if I'm not mistaken, I quote, a fucking idiot. Yeah. yeah. For that. Did he really? Yeah, he tweeted and, out. And then apologized. Yeah. I said, I didn't actually watch the game. I just, I, I just saw a clip and, you know. But I'm still right. Yeah, <laughs> right now, I'll let you start with this. What you think about Angel Reese and what went on and the, the uh, narrative and whatnot? I loved it. I, I think Click Kevin Clark got exactly what she deserved. Um, <laughs> and, and, and that's not to say anything negative about Clark, she's a great player. But you know, mm-hmm. when you talk trash to other people and then you lose, it's gonna come back to you, mm-hmm. you know. And, and I'm sure Caitlin Clark don't really care. Uh, she's just, you know, uh, like, like Mike has said on, on, on his live stream on Open Mic with OCR Mike, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Uh, all Caitlin Clark is doing is just, you know, putting that in the back of her mind until she sees Angel Reese again. Now, yep. it's probably not going to go any differently because I just found out that Angel Reese been taunting her since back in her mailing days, but that's all right, though. Mm-hmm. You know, Caitlin, <laughs> Caitlin's a, a great player. She's going to keep trying. Yep. The thing with Caitlin is she's going she gonna to get hers regardless. Because yeah. even though the the little girl, um, Mars, and her Mars's dad went to the same high school I did, and he was a mid. He was, he was a what's the dude? Demar, he was Demar Derozan, the high school version. Anything around the the, the free throw line, cash, hmm. cash. Raymond Mars, cash. So no. you know, she she said something about um stopping her or whatnot. You didn't really stop her. She still had was lighting it up. Mm-hmm. The refs really stopped them, really, because that that little run she did to come out of halftime, I was like, "Oh snap!" That lead went from seventeen to eight real quick. 
Hey, but the refs coach Angel Reese in the first half too. Sure did. Oh, she did. She did. They, they stopped a lot. Hey, coach, that's not. We're not gonna do the Ravens thing and talk about these refs. Because listen, when I tell you I've never seen in male or female basketball people travel so much. Every time Iowa got the ball, they travel with the ball and then start dribbling. Refs ain't calling at us. We're not even gonna talk about these refs. They got a center that don't even dribble the ball. Facts. Twice <laughs> all <laughs> tournament. <laughs> Jose, what you think about it? I love trash talking, man. I, I love it. You know, one way or another, and you know, it, it's it's blown way out of proportion. Listen, man. I, I I know I, I people hate when we bring up the, the race element. We don't oh you're playing the race card, guys. Yeah, yeah. What happened was, you know, you you, you had you had America's darling, you know, Caitlin Clark, right? Nobody was this interested in women's basketball until until she started lightening up and, and you you saw somebody that could that could, you know, that, that could that could win it all. She was dominating and look, obviously she's great and she's gonna be great in WNBA as well, mm-hmm. I think. Um but uh uh, you know, Reese spoiled the party, and a lot of people like your Keith Orbermans did not appreciate that. They were all for the smoke when Caitlin Clark was doing all that trash talking. Mm-hmm. It wasn't just the you know the you can't see me. She she talking trash to other players. You down my fit, fifteen? Shut up. Shut up. They you know they they liked her swag and all that stuff. They loved it. They mm-hmm. thought she was going to do it again this game, and she got shut down, and they hated. it. But the thing is, a lot of people don't realize how much talking goes on in a basketball game. Yeah. When when you're posting somebody up or 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 like when at the free throw line, when you're when you got your hands on your shorts and your head down, mm-hmm. you ain't resting. You talking who so was, people can't see your mouth. Who was the team? Because I don't you know I don't like to pretend I, I watch these these games that much, right? I, I'm not a big fan of college basketball. Now, I will say this, I didn't watch a single dribble of the men's game. I watched four or five games of the women's. Because I'm a huge Don Staley fan, so I was watching that. But go ahead. Who, who, who? What team was it? Do you remember when they when they were shaking hands at the end of the game, and the one girl pulled the other girl to the side, like, ah, yo, I'll, I'll, f you, I'll f you, I'll f you up. It yo. was Texas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was Texas and Louisville. So that's the, the and Louisville the, girl, the same. Yeah, yeah that's the girl she pulled. That's the girl. The girl that got pulled up is the girl that Caitlin Caitlin got Clark did the you can't you can't see me to because uh, okay. she because the girl from Louisville talks cash shit. That's why she got pulled up by the Texas shooter. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, it, that that happens. That happens, man. They're not they're not delicate little flowers, man. Like they talk trash, man. Caitlin can handle the trash talking, yeah. and man, okay. I mean, if you're an Iowa fan, I guess you'd be mad. Who? How I many Iowa fans were out there watching that game? Right, mm-hmm. that that out there. Everybody who tuned in for the first time was an Iowa fan. Yeah, yeah, right, 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 right. <laughs> But they're all coming. But they're both coming back next year. I, mm-hmm. I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. So I mean, talk about be ratings. Be Man, yeah, yeah. I think um, I, I think women's basketball is about to overtake men's basketball next year in terms of ratings. Everybody's going to tune in to watch that. Yeah, I, like I'm a Carolina college, fan. Not, not, I'm yeah. a Carolina fan. I don't have the Carolina desire who? to talk you. Mm-hmm. I don't have the <laughs> desire to, to watch. Who? Hey, what's what seed were they? Not seed. Mm. Weren't they number one to begin the season? It's weird. Yeah, wow, and, and the, right. the reason we lost that many games, Hubert Davis, the tra- is in the transfer portal. Hubert Davis, no, but we we ain't talking about that. We talking about LSU. Keep it going, Mike. Look, <laughs> 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 this is this, of course it's an interesting thing. It's a, it's a shame that, um, you know, this is leading the charge out over over how well. 
um, the game, how, how well these players played and how good the games were. And, how, and like you said, Coach, how good the ladies' tournament was as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, but look, man, trash talk is a part of the game. Angel Reese is from Baltimore, Maryland. Like, she don't know no other way how to play but that way. I seen Angel Reese play in high school, and she bust some shorty's ass, and she ran up and during the game, ran up in the stands to 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 celebrate some shit. Some shit I've never seen in my life. And I, some shit I've never seen in my life. But she, you know, that's just how she knows. She just knows how to play. She's been in the news all year about this. You know, she was telling people they too small and things like that. It's just it's a shame that we can't accept that women play competitive ball too. You know what I mean? And I'm a little biased because my wife is a basketball coach and, and I seen what she did with this year. She, she coached at a different school. And when they played the school that she formerly coached, she was running the score up. And I told her, I was like, yo, you, 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 you was running that score up a little bit. You know what I'm saying? But it's it, but they compete, man. And her players wanted to do the same thing for her. Look, ESPN, what a lot of people haven't realized as well, ESPN, who was at the forefront of, I mean, they they were the first to clip that 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 clip of her doing this, and they putting it out on social media. Yo, they they ran a segment for Caitlyn Carr. It was yeah. called something similar to something like Queen of Queen of, Clap Queen of Yeah. So look, Caitlyn Clark talks a lot of shit. She was, yeah, I mean, the South Carolina game when they was, you know, when they was backing off Shorty, you know, they was leaving Shorty at the three point line. She waved like, man, whatever, mm-hmm. you ain't gonna shoot that. She right. talks shit, yo. It's 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 okay. Like it's just what they do, man. And and we need to we need to accept that. But I'm gonna tell you something. Angel ain't gonna change for nobody. It's just no. it's just what's ingrained in the Hendo. You can attest to this. It's just what's <laughs> I don't know. You know, they tease us and say it's lead in the water, bought the board, might be the lead. Amen. You know, but and she, in the paint. But she <laughs> right. <laughs> but but she she's a flat out baller. And let me before I move on, let me say this. And I said this on my, my episode about this. Caitlin Clark to me is the best player, hmm. the women's basketball player in, in college, women's college basketball in the nation right now to me. Anytime you can pull up from 30, 35 feet, you're a glitch. You're unstoppable, and she's going to eat. Like Staley yep. said, look, man, we just want to make sure she get the <laughs> we, we she she can get the, the appetizer in the main course. We just can't let her get dessert, right. you know. But she's going to score. You're not going to stop her. So it's not as none of this is a diss towards her. She can ball. But obviously, obviously, you had two different reactions when she did it to when Angel did it. So, mm-hmm. man, let them girls live, man, and celebrate how well they It's something like 10 million viewers for the game, man. The women's basketball game has, has come up, yep. um, you know, tremendously over the last couple of years. So, man, celebrate that, man, and start checking out some of those games. Kendall? Man, every time Mike talk, I'd be like, yeah, yeah. And then he keep talking and he keep taking my points. And I'd be like, God damn. <laughs> and then he keep talking and he take more of my points. And I'm like, God damn. I don't want to repeat everything he say. But coach, do you want me to tell you how I really feel though? Uh, FTMF? I mean, okay. FTMF yeah. is how you really feel? I mean, I'll tell him how I really feel. But um, for me, <laughs> it's, a, it's a love-hate thing. Mm-hmm. I love the fact that like he said, women's college basketball has gotten so much attention. 
there were nine million people that why over nine million people that watched that game yesterday. And sometimes I think that this drama sometimes, you know, it can be it can be, you know, scripted a little bit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but I think personally going forward, because everybody now wants to tune in next year to find out what happens between those two, which mm-hmm. ones can take the title. So I think it's good for sports. Um, what is it? Rick Buger is the guy that covers basketball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were talking to him, and it was and it was it was said that um there were gender and racial components to this, and he was like, I get the racial components. I mean, he's like, I get the gender components to an extent, and it had to be explained to him when Allen Iverson stepped over Tyrone Liu, when when LeBron James looked at uh Steph Curry, and he you know he kind of big boyed him, mm-hmm. and he was like, all right, I give you that. I don't see, but I don't see other things in it. For me, the racial aspect of it, it it t- it takes me back to the Lakers and the Celtics. The Lakers, somebody else said this too. Go ahead. They did they. The Lakers. Were the, by, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. But the Lakers were the all black team mm-hmm. led by the flamboyant Magic Johnson, and then the Celtics were the white team led by no nonsense, hardworking Larry Bird. And this is the same thing with the Iowa and LSU. You got all these black girls, and you got these white girls, and it was kind of a culture clash. So to me, I just think. I'm, I got a little upset about this because it was little, little prick energy. Mm-hmm. You got these grown men calling little girls names. Yep. And I knew it was racial when people started coming out saying, yeah, she dumb, just like Lamar Jackson's mother. And I'm mm-hmm. like, where the hell did that come from? Where did Lamar Jackson's mother come from in this situation? But we know, we know who we're rooting for who, but... Caitlin Clark said herself, yo, I play like the boys. Mm-hmm. I grew up playing around boys. And, and Mike, we know with Angel, when you step on that blacktop, male or female, man, woman, or child, when you step on there, you catching elbows, you catching trash talk, you getting treated the exact same. So when it comes mm-hmm. to Caitlin or Angel, you know what I mean? It it didn't matter to them. They're not worried about the trash talk because it happens all the time. Somebody mm-hmm. tried to make a case, oh, well, Caitlin did that three games ago against this, this team. It doesn't matter. You talk and smack the whole time. And the biggest issue I have with, with them calling Angel classless and saying she's this and she's that, it wasn't just about one game. Right. It's about her whole career being told you ain't worth it. You're ghetto. You're classless. You ain't never going to amount to anything. It's not about one game. It's about what this young black woman has been told her whole entire life. And, and it would be different if, if this was one time. Right. But she talks and she does that all the time. There's even a clip I saw today where when she was still at Maryland, she was right in a girl face and she yeah. ain't talking behind your back. She told yes. me, you, you ain't cut like that. So why are you acting like that? And That's the girl ain't really saying, she's like, you not cut like that. So why are you acting like that? So it ain't like she's behind your back doing no. stuff. Right. I, I, I. And like she said, I'm unapologetically me. And this is for girls that look like me because unlike other situations, we are not sitting here saying, damn, this is the first time in LSU history they're celebrating a national championship. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about that. We're not talking about a school that took nine transfers from the portal and won a title in their first year. We're not talking. We're not celebrating that because it's a team full of black girls. We're talking about, oh, Angel Reese did this and Caitlin did this. I don't care who's right or who's wrong. It's basketball. And yep. we don't keep that same energy that we keep for the men's game that we do the women's mm-hmm. game. Yeah. And I hate to say it, but to me, the if you look throughout history, and I mean the entire history of the world, the world's greatest murderers, killers, and rapists, how are you going to tell me what class is? 
how you going to dictate what the meaning of something is when all you've done throughout history is something else so my thing is let it go because like that that really pissed me off with the stuff that they were saying on twitter chris yeah i mean, i didn't watch a second of the game but um when i saw the uh the clip i was like damn like why is that girl doing that to Adam Morrison? I thought he was back in college. <laughs> <laughs> but then I did a little bit of research and I saw she was a baller. Just oh, said yeah. Adam Morrison. <laughs> that girl is nice. She's yeah, nice. I knew I yeah, found yeah, out about yeah. her last year. She yeah. she a beast. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I looked up her stuff and I saw last year she was killing too. Like she's been a beast. So mm -hmm. um, but but that's how it goes. Like, you know, you talk trash. That's what's gonna happen back at you, you know. You like that's the game, and and I think I think Coach said it earlier. Like that that girl uh, Morrison, I forgot her name. Um, she's not gonna like this. Is not gonna weigh her down. Like she's not she's she not up at like oh my god, I can't believe she did that. She's gonna use that as fuel. Yeah, right. like that. That's what competitors right. do. They use that as fuel, and she's gonna have that. Like probably gonna have that in her gym, playing on the loop, like looking at it. Like get whenever she gets tired, she's gonna look at that, and yep. you know that's. It's a shame that, like Hendo said, you got grown men, uh, mostly white grown men, you know, going at these college women and trying to, you know, call them out their name and stuff like that. And it's like these women aren't even taking it like that. Right. You know, you taking it to a whole different place. And I bet if you ask that girl, the what's her name? Caitlin. 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 If you ask Caitlin. She's gonna be like, no, nah, it's that's basketball, that's ball, like that's yeah. what we do, you know. Thanks. And but the ones that didn't grow up playing, the ones that always want to add a little something extra, extra meaning to things, you know, those are the ones that have the biggest mouths and want to be the most disrespectful. So, right, you know that that's how it goes. But I do think it's good for the game mm -hmm. because so many people are talking about it. Right. So many people are talking about it, and. I don't, I don't follow college basketball at all. And all I've been hearing about is women's college basketball. Okay. So, you know, prop, props to them. Uh, hopefully they keep getting the viewership. And, uh, you know, it's, it's really good for, for women's sports. <laughs> what I will say this. You ain't did, lying, did, right? did everybody go on this? That's yeah. Yeah. I, just, I just want to say what we think, Coach. <laughs> you funny as Listen, so it was also said that, oh, you know, look at the style and grace that Caitlin showed. She didn't do that the whole game. And I'm sitting there like, she was losing the whole game. How you going to be down 21 points doing this? I don't care what shot you made. You losing. Yeah. But, if, you know, and then she just gave the cliche answer. Oh, I wasn't worried about that. I was, you know, just more looking forward to, looking forward to the handshake line. When the hell we ever seen somebody win a national championship? They they still do the handshake line, right? Because the only people that shook hands were the coaches. The right, coaches were still in, in the circle jumping they, around. They every every national championship, you don't see no handshake line. You know, she gave the classic answer, and the, and the audience ate it up. Yeah, but yeah, you're right, Jared. They did. The Iowa girls was rough. It, it bothered them more Jesus. than it bothered her. Of course, of course. But I, but I will say yeah. this: Caitlin Clark is probably going to be the best thing that WNBA. Wait, yeah. wait, I don't know because my girl. I mean, I'm sorry, I ain't my girl. I'm um, telling you, I'm, I'm saying this from a money standpoint. Oh, they're, but no, they're, al they're always talking about closing the gap, um, as far as viewership, as far mm -hmm. as money, right? 
um, as far as um, hold on, as far as there's all the different things that compare to the men. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, this is this is this is bird and magic right here. Right, when they go but, to yeah, yeah, yeah. but but Kayla what I'm Clark is going to do that because she is entertainment value for your book. Yes, it's, mm-hmm. it's going to be an enormous amount of girls with Caitlin Clark jerseys on because right. she's doing something that that's comparable to what the men do. Yep. She can. She has the total package. She has the handle. Mm-hmm. She has the IQ because not only did she lead the, the, the thing in scoring, she led an assist. Mm-hmm. Her, her outlet passes are awesome. Because her, 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 her girl, I say guys, but her girls know just to run the center line, the ball's mm-hmm. probably coming. And on top of all that, now I don't know how she ain't the greatest defensively, but you cannot guard her, period. Mm-hmm. Like slowing her down is 25 points. Yeah. That is true, but my point, Coach, was was not her, and I hope um, I hope Reg ain't still in here. Um, but it was it's she's gonna have a run for her money because people forgot about that chick, the girl from UConn, Paige. She got hurt. Yeah, she better. She, she, she Paige. better than Paige, yo. You say she better than Paige. She better ah, than Paige. Paige, Paige is true. Even, even when they both played, because they came out the same, and what people that don't know, like they played on the same AAU team, which is crazy. But she, she, yo. To coach's point, like you gotta pick her up at half court, yo. Yep, you do. Cause right. she she she's different. She she's she can pull up like yo, like like Dane, like Steph Carey, yo, she can literally Michigan pull game. up from 30, 35 feet. Michigan and be she cash, pulled up from the M. Yeah. And be cash money. You I told my wife, and and I know I know uh I think Clot in here say he's a South Carolina fan. And I, of course, I was rooting, and you too, coach. And of course, I was rooting for Don Staley. Of course. And, but I told my wife, I said, yo, this is a game that scares me because when you got a player like that, you are in any game. Yep. It, 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 bro, she, I'm with you, coach. She is going to be it because she matches and can play just like she, she's going to, she's going to level out the game from that standpoint. Mm-hmm. You, what you going to see her do? It's the same thing, like you said. You will see Carrie and them do, Damon and them doing. It's something I've never seen. I mean, we've seen some great ball women ball players, but bro, the fact that Shorty she got it, yo, she has it. She is nice, nasty. I give it to I give it to Stephania Curry, and <laughs> that that's what you do. But I and I'm gonna close with this. Gino Ariema also I hate him complained about <laughs> South Carolina. And the thing is, is mm-hmm. South Carolina, LSU. Mm-hmm. What, what when you go play on the, the blacktop, Hendo? What's the first thing you you got to do? What's your first character trait to play? To first to go on the blacktop, you got to be half crazy. But the, first, the main thing is you got to be tough. Thanks. Second thing you got to be physical, and that's what LSU plays. That's what South Carolina plays. But now, Gino, Gino now, forgot oh, that. No, no, Gino's finesse. No, I he was finesse. And he couldn't handle. He couldn't handle the fact that. That Don had 12, 13 girls that could come in and just stay physical the whole time. True. And he called them um, he said he actually said it was football. That wasn't basketball that they were playing. He's a biggest you know, one. You're just mad because it. you're not winning anymore. Exactly. Yeah. Everybody ain't just ooh, I couldn't I almost said something bad. Everybody ain't just just jocking you off because you Gino R. M. That's a that's one of the USA movie uh, uh, censorships you just did. <laughs> hey, hey, coach, Shug, Shug said he sent you a stream lab. 
Uh, sure, you interrupted my point. No, you're wrong. <laughs> you're groaning. <laughs> I see. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna get to it. I'm gonna get to it. Um, see, you threw me off. Forget it. I got it. He should have said. I tried to hit Hendo with the you can't see me, and then he tried to take my chain. Hendo is a thug. Great show, coach. <laughs> <laughs> Jared said some of those Iowa girls look like Nick Nolte. We were, we were laughing at her. <laughs> <laughs> and then Will G dropped the three. He says, uh, great show, guys. Andrew Reese says the player Sana Latham was in love and basketball. Thanks. Take the heart. Take that heart. Yeah. Salute to you guys, man. Thanks for the donation. So um, with, with that being said, for me personally, you can find me here. On Sip the Talent Films. Uh, also, go over to more Sip the Talent because that channel is for the street. That's the Angel Thir- Reese. 31 other teams. Hey, that is. <laughs> that's, that's the, the Angel Reese. Reese. <laughs> that is right there. And um, got some merch. I'm going to throw it real quick. We got the Athlete shirt, the beanie inspired by Brodney, the mug, which Jose got. And hold on. Jose, throw that up. There it is right there. Live and in Look in at person. that. Look how it bounces off the light. Look at that. Look at that. That thing nice oh, right there. Man, water's still cold. Mm. 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 I bet mm. you that vegan water will be cold in it too, Hendo. I, oh, it is. Listen, <laughs> me and her drink. Listen, that's all I let her drink. Like they let her drink the juice and stuff. She and I, we get the vegan water. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. With, with the electrolytes. And where is it from? Where'd you get it from? I got it from Sip the Tally. What you no, talking? No, no, no. The vegan no. water. Oh, I got it from uh, one of them stores. Oh, the lakes. Oh, he's talking lake, lake, lake Minnetonka. <laughs> <laughs> what is the Lake Minnetonka? <laughs> yeah, we also we also got the hat, so you could be like OTR Mike. You just don't have a flat bill. You yeah, just don't have a flat bill. Not long, yet. Long as you ain't, long as you ain't get it out the Baltimore Harbor, man. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> but again, that that's our show for today. I appreciate everybody for coming through. Uh, if you have not liked the stream, please do so. If you don't follow anybody up here, the link for to do the link to do that is in the description. So please do so. Don't forget. Hmm? It only takes a second. Yeah. Oh, that's all it takes a second. Um, Patreon. Everybody has a Patreon. We have a Discord. If you want to continue the conversation, Discord is the way to do that. In order to get into it, got to be a part of the Patreon. I got a little surprise coming up, but like I'm waiting on a package to be delivered before I tell mm-hmm. you guys, and um, we'll work on that when that time comes. But Again, like, comment, subscribe to everybody's up here. Uh, you got something the rest of the week with us. So make sure you tune in. Again, for me, tomorrow and Wednesday at 4.30, the call-in show. Uh, the topic will be up soon. Once I end this, I'll put it up. So go ahead and get your, your comments in up under the topic. And that way you can have a chance to be one of the Jane Doe comments of the day. So, um, Mike, speaking of. Speaking of. Speaking bro. of. You you tried your Jane Doe yet? Tell me, tell me about it. <laughs> Look, I haven't. But as soon as we got the package, my wife, it just happened that my wife was like, ah, my knee. I was like, I got something for you. Mm-hmm. And she loved it. She loved it. I tweeted about it. I don't know if you've seen it. But um, like, my wife instantly was like, man, I ain't going to lie. I feel better. Oh, and my mother-in-law will be putting in an order soon. She mm-hmm. asked for the information. I gave her the website. Damn so, you. yeah, it's, it's, it's that business. I know Chris said he was looking into it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. I appreciate tell the wifey. We'll do. I tell you, for me, when when you start working out and you have when you first start working out, you had them sore days where your body just you know when you first start back. Yeah, it, it helped a lot. It helped a a tremendous amount to get through those that sore period. You know, you know, of working out, and then when my knee flares up, I throw it on there or any kind of ache in my back, mm-hmm. and then I'm good. I'm yes, good. Sir. Yes, sir. Appreciate you. Appreciate it. Appreciate everybody for coming through. Uh, we're going to run this up, and we are actually way over the time allocated by Brighton today. I'm sorry. 
<laughs> but, but we out. We hey, we out. We out. We're gonna talk about that later. Y'all hold on for a minute. I want to ask Kendall something. Yes, sir.